I think so many radio station program directors and content people look at podcasting as another way to distribute what they're already doing. But that kind of programming is not successful. Welcome to Brand With On Demand, your guide to rebooting radio. The one thing that podcasting has not really proven itself is the kind of local aspect that radio can do. And radio trades on that local perception a little bit too heavily. I mean, a lot of what's truly local are the ads, frankly. Brandwith On Demand, rebooting radio with a different take on all radio can be. Now your guides through the media morphosis, David Martin, and author of the book Brandwith, media branding coach, Kipper McGee. Tom Webster is Senior Vice President of Strategy for Edison Research with over 20 years of experience researching consumer usage of technology, new media, and social networking, which makes him an ideal guest for Brandwith On Demand. Edison Research is perhaps best known as the sole providers of exit polling data during U.S. elections for all the major news networks and radio's benchmark, Infinite Dial Study, America's longest-running research series on digital media consumption done in collaboration with Triton Media. Tom's also a popular keynote speaker on data and consumer insights and writes about all these topics. We have links to his insights as well as the 2019 Infinite Dial Study. Brand with On Demand is proud to welcome the acknowledged expert in digital audio, Tom Webster. Welcome back, Tom. Thanks for having me, guys. I really appreciate the opportunity to be on the show. So this year's big news seemed to center around how audio is being consumed. So for those who missed it, what are some of the big takeaways from this year's Infinite Dial Study? Well, it shows us the biggest increase in digital listening, basically. Americans 12 plus are now listening to over 16 hours a week of online audio, which is quite a big jump from where it has been before. And that's coming from every place imaginable. That's coming from listening to online radio. That's listening to the pure plays like Pandora and Spotify. That's listening to podcasts. Uh, It's just a real big shift. Well, Tom, you also found some interesting shifts in platforms. For starters, what do you see regarding shifts in the usage of music platforms? Well, I think it's still a growing pie, Dave. I think Pandora continues to be the leader in America in reach. Spotify has nearly caught up. Uh, But I think it's a mistake to view that as kind of a horse race with one winner. I think you have two online audio platforms there that have different business models, one being primarily ad-supported, one being primarily subscription-driven, and they're both doing just fine. And I think the whole space is really expanding. Okay. Then what trends do you see emerging for radio brands who want to offer what we call full-spectrum distribution? Well, I would point to two things here. I mean, first, the streaming platforms, and I think primarily Spotify here, have done a lot to grow podcasting. Podcasting can certainly be thought of as on-demand radio in a sense, but Spotify having such a really a strong showing here, and you know, with many podcasts and hosting platforms, it's a strong number two in terms of distribution after the Apple ecosystem. And that really is, it's streaming. It's not exactly podcasting from a technical standpoint. So I think, first of all, we have to embrace that, that, that podcasting is changing and it's becoming as much streaming as it is downloading. Uh, but the second thing I would point out really for the radio folks who listen to Brandwidth is to have a good look at what the top podcasts really are. You know, have a good look at the top 20 podcasts in PodTrack, look at what's at the top of the charts in iTunes. And, you know, what you see there are really a diverse collection 
of audio entertainments that don't look at all like what you might call catch-up radio. Mm-hmm. And I think so many radio station program directors and, and content people look at podcasting as another way to distribute what they're already doing. But that kind of programming is not successful. So I think what you need to look at if you are in radio is look at what is successful in podcasting. And these are really native, bespoke-to-the-medium audio entertainments. And think about if you have something to contribute there. Yeah, Tom, I mean, if I'm an audio content producer today, whether I'm doing radio or podcasting or streaming or whatever I'm doing, what should I be thinking about in light of this new data? Well, I think what you should be thinking about is is doing something native to the medium and not thinking about how can I take my existing product, you know, how can I take the, the existing Coca-Cola that I make and shove it into these new pipes? Because overwhelmingly, what's doing well in these new pipes are things that are made for these new pipes. Uh, and I think this is something actually that commercial broadcast radio has to catch up on a little bit. Uh, some of that muscle memory on creating compelling spoken word audio that's not necessarily syndicated is something that I think commercial radio needs to catch up on. Mm-hmm. But I think if I'm a local radio station and I think about what really does well in podcasting, I mean, honestly, I, you know, I've been in, in podcasting and in that field for almost 15 years. What people respond to is passion. And there's passion with your staff. There's, there's passion with your, with your local team. It might not be passion about what you're doing on the air, but if you can find out what that passion is and you can enable it and you can put well-produced audio around it, then I think you have something to offer. That's a really good point. But it seems one of the challenges for radio is staffing. I mean, you listen to some of the more highly produced titles, whether they're from Art19, Wondery, even NPR, and heck, sometimes they list 10, 12, 15 people in the credits. Does that mean legacy radio might need to rethink staff allocation? No, it's more about identifying talent and equipping them, honestly. I mean, you look at a podcast like Hardcore History, that's, that's one really passionate guy, and putting together a sporadic, I don't know how many does a year, not many, but it's a labor of love. And I think everybody, if you are in broadcast media, you have a labor of love in you. And if you're in broadcast media and you know, you're working for a, a hot AC station or a classic rock station, that may not be your labor of love, but you have a labor of love in you. A hardcore history is a labor of love. And I think people see that, people identify with that kind of passion. And I think what broadcast radio and give here, it may not be storytelling, and it may not be the actual development of the content, but it can certainly be production, it can certainly be distribution. And I think we've seen with a company like iHeart that the ability to promote podcasts on a bullhorn like they have has certainly done wonders for distribution and, and getting people to download. So if you are with a radio station, and I think if you, that radio station, like you have a bullhorn and a responsibility and uh, production skills, finding and identifying the passion you have in your staff, in your audience, and enabling that and promoting that, that's all gravy. That's all accretive revenue, as they would say. Yes. So shifting gears to the local radio stations, what are you reading between the lines of your study that AM and FM station brands can or should be doing to be viable in this new ecosphere? Well, what's really interesting about podcasting, I think podcasting to date has been very much about the topic and about the niche. And we're starting to get more mass appeal. You know, you mentioned true crime and, and we're starting to get the kind of more 
mainstream America, mass appeal, salacious detail kind of uh, true crime podcast that I think the average Dateline fan would like. Mm -hmm. Uh, But the one thing that podcasting has not really proven itself, and that's mostly because of distribution and awareness, uh, it proven itself in being able to fully service is the kind of local aspect that radio can do. And radio trades on that local perception a little bit too heavily. I mean, a lot of what's truly local on your your average garden variety, middle market music station are the ads, frankly. Right. Um, but if you think about what radio can do, I'm going to go back here to my first start in radio. I was on radio exactly once in my life. I would not call myself a, a radio savvy person. But in the 80s, in Maine, I was a jock on a full-service radio station that did news. They did a swap meet in the morning. They did high school basketball. They did all these things. Sure. That, you know, if you're if you're like the format captain in CHR for a, a large radio company, you, you might kind of sneer at. But that was a station that left deeper footprints. And that's a, a phrase I'm stealing from Scott Shannon, frankly. Mm-hmm. And I think mm-hmm. you have an opportunity with podcasting and with local radio to leave deeper footprints we tend to talk about radio stations from a position standpoint in terms of what their format is, right? You're the, the leading classic rock station, or you're the second AC station in the market, or you're the third country. And those aren't really positions that listeners feel. But I think if you can stake yourself a claim as being a local station that leaves deeper footprints in that community, mm-hmm. there may be only room for one of those. You and bet. I think it's incumbent upon you to be that station. We're with the expert on digital audio, Tom Webster. Somebody you'd like to hear from, we'd love to hear from you. Email your suggestions to show at brandwithondemand.com. And your suggested guests can join other great guests we've had, like KOIT San Francisco morning host Nick Steele, Summit VP of Programming and President Market Manager for Wichita, Beverly Brannigan, Slats in the Morning from WNCX Columbus, and so many others. When you check out the previous episodes, they're available at brandwithondemand.com. And if you haven't already, we invite you to subscribe. iTunes, Stitcher, the iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. And while you're there, we'd appreciate your five-star review and any comments you have. It helps other people discover Brandwidth On Demand. Coming up, Tom Webster shares some opportunities that he finds hiding in plain sight. What is it that makes Music Master the favorite choice of radio programmers all around the world? Ask CKRM's Colin Lovequist. Music Master has just eased the workload and the stress, giving me more time to spend with the community. The real question is, why will you choose Music Master? Find out at musicmaster.com. Opportunities hidden in plain sight. Brandwood Brand On Demand. We're with Tom Webster, the writer, the speaker, the thinker, but really the expert on the world of digital audio. Tom, if you would, what opportunity may broadcasters find right now hiding in plain sight? You know, I'm a big fan of smart speakers and you know things like Amazon's Alexa suite of products and, and Google Home. And I think it's tempting to think of those things as gadgets, but they're not gadgets. It's a it's a technology, and that technology, voice assistant technology, is going to be baked into more and more things. You know, now it's in little speakers, but it's soon going to be baked into television sets, uh, refrigerators, and also baked into your car. And I think the opportunity there is to be that 
local source of entertainment that people ask for by name because you're not going to be able to necessarily rely on the fact that you're the first preset on a car radio button. Uh, you need to be top of mind preference. And if you can become top of mind preference for a community to give somebody, look, this is what's happening on the roads today in our community. This is what's happening with the weather today in our community. This is what's happening with news. All of the, the character that local communities are, that's going to increasingly be delivered on demand and that starts with smart speakers, that doesn't end with smart speakers, that becomes part of the voice assistant technology. And finding ways to be relevant in short snippets of time, it's almost like everybody in radio with smart speakers has to kind of think like an AM news program director, right, where you're, you're only getting short snippets of time, but you're getting lots of appointments. Well, that's what smart speakers are all about. Uh, you're not going to get long TSL necessarily, but making those appointments in variety of situations in the car in the home that's something i think radio can do really well but radio's got to be really has to embrace smart speakers and daily briefings and taking their programming and kind of atomizing it into smaller chunks that people want to consume in contextual parts of their days that make sense and i think if they can do that then they can stay relevant our thanks to Tom Webster. He thinks about, writes about, and speaks about the world of digital audio. He's the expert in residence here at BrandonOnDemand.com. You'll find all kinds of interesting stuff, including a download of the Infinite Dial Study and more, all at BrandonOnDemand.com. Our thanks to exec producer Cindy Huber for putting all the pieces together. And next time, come hungry for humor. This text, just so you know, Jay, I play Magic the yeah. Gathering, and I think this guy is a giant nerd. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, don't, that, I don't really know what that game is. So. Is that a rivalry between those games? Yeah, Wizards of the Coast. Free beer and hot wings. Next. That's a wrap, Dipper. You're not early, you're not late, you're right on time. We'll talk about that in the one-minute marketing, which you'll find in the show notes at brandwithondemand.com. I'm Dave Martin. And I'm Kipper McGee. May all your bandwidth be wide. And in the end, the profits you take are built upon the brand you Any reuse or redistribution of Brandwith On Demand without the express written consent of the producers is greatly appreciated. Brandwood On Demand. Not your average quarter hour. Dave Martin and Kipper McGee. Brandwood On Demand.